Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. All right, we're back, back in action. So this week's episode is just us coming back to the basics once again. You've heard these episodes before. We've talked about this topic before. It's your paddling technique, and you're still not doing it good enough. All right, uh, and and to be fair. Even we feel like we can continue to improve our paddling technique. It should be an obsession. It should be something you're super passionate about, no matter how good you think you are at it. Try to improve. It's such a foundation of your surfing. Why wouldn't you want to? So here we go. Here's a little episode for you on paddling. We, you know, it's, it's come up quite a bit recently. You guys all know we're obsessed with paddling technique and we care about it so much, it has to be done well. But I guess I can only speak for myself here because I know Coach Ev, you're really good at this and not letting it, you know, it slip through the mesh. But at times I get a little weary and just constantly reminding, especially my long-term students to continue to work on and improve their paddling technique. You know, and you just get a little tired of saying the same thing and a little self-conscious that you're saying the same thing and they're getting tired of hearing it, which, it all can be true, but doesn't matter. You still need to be getting it, better at yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't fix the, the problem here. So <laughs> I, was, I was just commenting to a client who, just, who ha- is having the hardest time bringing their feet together and their knees together. And I'm like, I guess we gotta bust out the shot collar and give you a good zap because it's not getting through. You need, you need, it's just such, it's, it's the whole foundation of everything you do in the ocean. So. If you're still having these issues, you need to isolate that that variable. Your paddling's terrible, or you know you can't bring your knees together, or something like that. Like you gotta. We've we've obviously been um, talking about this more and more. Like isolating one variable, going out and only working on your paddling technique. Mm-hmm. Every single time you lay down on that board. Feel what it's like to start training yourself to feel like you got magnets in your feet and they slap together and then start going through your checklist. Go all the way up your body, bring your knees together, you know, lift your feet, engage your butt and your lower body and then start working your way up through, you know, your your upper core and bringing it up off the board and, and getting that range of motion of your head when you get your chin off the board, how much the world opens up to you and how much, you can, how much more you can see and just, you know, you have that, that leverage of your upper body to where you can dig deeper and harder if you need to or you can stay in that upright position and keep nice calm strokes and really um, get yourself paddling 
you know, from the get-go out and through whitewaters and being able to zigzag through the lineup and get out there and, and go chase down peaks and, and paddle into waves strong and stop getting held up and teeter-tottering at the lip and then, you know, being so desperate that you have all the weight of your body, you know, your chin and your head down on the deck of the board to leverage you over the, the ledge and then now all of a sudden, boom, you're back into nosedive city and water splashing you in the face and all the things that we're trying to remedy and it all again just comes back to the paddling needs to be there the stamina the endurance you know the act the intimate knowledge of where you need to be on your board if you're still having a hard time with that f go find some still water and do some drills you know i know when we were when we were filming one of the, these original surfing fundamentals um in, in the still water out here that it kind of it it made me have to really dial into where I was on the board and how I was holding myself and I could really feel the difference of when I was a little weight forward when I was trying to do a prone turn it was much harder mm. when I reared back and basically made the board kind of wheelie out of the water a little bit I was able to do such a tighter radius turn um, all those little things you find when you isolate the problem and you go attack it full on. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. So the reason this episode's coming up is because just recently working with a few clients who are a well on their surfing journey. They're catching waves, they're surfing, and they're asking questions about, oh, how do I connect sections? How do I draw my cut back into the pocket and make sure I make the wave you know like ride the wave to the fullest extent and not fade out of it before it's really done and so wanting to get into that with them it, it all came back to like wait we can't do this actually because i keep seeing you lay down on your board after a sitting turn in the wrong spot and i'm, I'm not saying horrendously wrong like their nose is underwater like clear beginner or they're way up in the air but just this little misposition that they would continue to take two or three strokes and then realize, oh, I'm not perfectly positioned. So stop paddling to fix the position and then continue paddling. And, and in that moment, it's usually somehow it works out this way that the wave is just arriving at your tail when they're deciding to fix the position. Right. You know, and, and that's such a crucial moment. And that is paddling technique. That is position, the most important aspect of the most important skill, your position on your board when you paddle. If you cannot turn around for a wave and lay in the correct spot of the board every single time, you have to continue working on your paddling technique. And yeah, it's gonna affect you all the way down the line. And it's gonna affect you all the way, if you even get down the line, you know, right. I know you meant that, <laughs> yeah. not down the line of the wave, down the line of the process of things you have to do to catch the wave, but like, yeah, it, it, just like we said, either you're going to reposition and then kill your momentum right in a crucial moment, or you are going to get into the wave without fixing your position and then either be plunging the nose very early and awkwardly or fully nose diving, or if your position's too far back, missing the wave and just like, you know, falling over the backside of the ledge of the wave. You know, it's, it's really hard to get into a wave well when you're not in perfect position on your board. Right, you burn so much energy like in that last little example when you're a little bit too far back and you're, you know, if you're having to try that hard to catch a wave on a nine-ish size board, right. nine-foot board, then something's off, you know? Terribly off. 
And if, you know, like that's, that's your cue when, when you're struggling out there, there's something off, you know, you, you watch, watch the, you know, committed, experienced surfers and you see that their fundamentals are so sound that that's why they're able to really judge the wave and, and find the right line and draw the right lines and know when to do their maneuvers. And it, it all starts with not being flustered on the on the most important part of the the beginning of the whole and takeoff and all of that so yeah um, it was and it was just a good reminder for me to not grow weary in this repeating myself constantly because it's literally i've been saying this a lot but it's like a basketball player that can't dribble like can you even imagine that like that would be absurd that would be ridiculous you you can't not be able to dribble as a basketball player right and and you can't do it mediocre either you got to do it really well right. if you expect to be bouncing and weaving around your opponent and getting around and sending the ball off to your teammate and and you know like it all like all that positioning and all that is founded on good dribbling you know because you right. can't just pick up the ball and carry it with you wherever you want to go right. and and I, I see paddling technique as a very very um like equal metaphor or, or analogy for to what it is to surfing it's how you move around and not just forward and back you know or towards back towards the beach when you catch a wave but around the crowd and meandering and zigzagging and changing direction or spotting a little opening between two whitewaters and being able to go through that rather than punch through the whitewater you know right, right. there's i see this all the time when we're paddling out that i'm able to just redirect and just hit this little opening right here between the whitewater and get over open face waves so I can continue paddling rather than stopping to press up, punch through whitewater that's opposing my my progress. Whereas, and you know, and the student can't do that quick move. And it's like, man, that's your paddling technique. That's the engagement in your core that keeps you connected to the board. And that when I look this way and pull my body this way, board follows. Right, it's right. really just an extension of me when I'm in the good position of the, the board and in good form. Fully locked in. <clears throat> fully fully locked in and not not easily knocked off that that spot you right. know no matter what happens you know there's always turbulence on the inside you know there's weird little chops coming up the face as you're as you're paddling into waves and if you're constantly getting thrown off your your pad your good paddling position then it goes it goes deeper you know then it then it goes to your posture or maybe it goes to your stroke, something's off there and it needs to be addressed and it can't be overlooked, peeps. You gotta, you gotta get in on this. You gotta get serious about this. There's too many people in the lineup who we can, I mean, from, from afar we can tell are struggling with their paddling. Yeah, yeah. And just before we wrap this up, there's just a couple points I wrote down I really, cause I didn't want to forget, but one of the important ones is the look of you. You know, like with this one particular student I'm thinking of, they just, they can paddle well, but it's easy to paddle relaxed. Right. You know, like relax your hips and let your knees kind of spill over the edge and feet can be elevated, but still in a sense that your lower half, your butt and your, your hips are kind of relaxing. And, and it has a very like lazy look to it. It has like an old man look to it. And when he, like, so I've been saying this thing, like we cross our feet a lot when we paddle and it, at first I was kind of like, well, it's just a good way to train our students like to keep their feet together. Because right. if they're not crossed, then they're not together. It's right, not, right. It's not at a necessity, but it just is a good like, hey, if they're crossed, then they must be together. Right. We're like, you got to feel your feet touching like, like the whole time. Like know you're doing it until it's automatic. 
But what I started realizing is back when I was addressing my own paddling technique, especially the lower half of my form and, and the butt and hips engagement, but it was the, um, so I was using my crossed feet and, and my ankles to pull my feet like tight and suck my knees together. And one of our, our teammates said it really well, zip up the legs. Cause it's not just feet together and you know, your knees out, but knees and feet together so that you have this long, elegant look to your form, your body, you know? A bow. And yeah, and it, it really helps when you, if you can't do that. So I, cro I was crossing my ankles and pulling my knees together and sucking my legs together. Now I can actually do it without having to cross my feet right but it took that very deliberate and intentional effort to do so but anyway going back to just the look man this guy turned into like an older guy like just kind of barely paddling and doing all right but he was a strong guy so he could move around to looking suddenly like whoa you just look turned into a different surfer right like now when I look at you I see a guy who knows what he's doing right you know at least until I see you sir right well, <laughs> but I mean all that yeah all that stuff that comes before actually standing up on the board is like all paddling and board control skills mostly just you know just paddling and so if all that looks good that's the majority of your time in the water right so you do right. look good and that's and, and we see it all the time don't we we like when you're paddling around the lineup, you can totally, t I mean, you said this, but you can totally tell who's put their time in and who cares about their paddling technique. Um, uh, we said taking off like that importance, you know, one thing I've noticed is not just that having to change your position on the board in that crucial moment, but continuing to drive your board forward as the wave lifts you. You know, there's a, like, you want to keep your board planing. It might, it's counterintuitive, especially to the timid of us, you know, that you want to back down and ease up as the wave lifts you, but really that's the time to drive. That's to, here. To really like keep the momentum and even increase it in that moment. And it really helps to keep your elevation in your nose and get into the wave early enough so that you have a comfortable rail set rather than this last minute drop into the wave that you probably know you have to rail set, but you're mid mid-air you know dropping from the lip to trough and you if you don't have engagement with the face of the wave then you can't set your rail it's it's rail engagement and that implies like engagement means engage with the face of the wave so if you're not connected to the face of the wave you can't engage your rail another motivation to have good paddling technique and stay connected to the wave and get in it early that's a i mean that's that this is something so many of our clients have a have an issue with is like and basically all surfers, you need to get that feeling, just how, what you were describing, as the wave is pulling you up, that's not like it hasn't, you haven't done your work all the way, you're not, you're not there yet. You know, that should be the, that little light that goes off that says, oh, now's the time to really have epic paddling form, make sure I'm on the right position on the board and make sure each and every stroke is counting here a lot of surfers tend to get so excited right in that moment and nervous and there you can see it's such a nervous paddle it's mm. it's it's so shallow and it's so rapid and you know you can tell they're not focusing on their paddling they're just like focusing on this wave that's about to you know they're telling themselves they're about to get killed right now they're about <laughs> to get smashed and you really need to be coaching yourself and just saying i'm good i'm in the right spot i'm making i'm making ground and I'm going for this wave, mm -hmm. you know. I'm put my I'm not putting my head down on the board, but I mentally I'm I'm making the decision to go on this wave. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna falter 
and be indecisive right now, like I'm already in the spot. I might as well give it my 110% right yep. now. Yep. I mean, once you're there, you may as well just fully commit to it. But yeah, I mean, that episode was just all about us going through our daily lives and what we're experiencing right now and remembering and reminding ourselves like, we're not done with this with you guys, you know? Like pretty much everybody, unless you have the most epic paddling technique, has area to improve. And honestly, like I'm pretty proud of my paddling technique, but I'm still thinking about, you know, am I, like I'm constantly touching my board and just lifting my belly and replacing it. Constantly just adjusting a micro, you know, unit to, to see if I can be more perfect about my position. It's just always on my mind. And so to the point where now when the wave's coming, I'm sitting and turning and transitioning to my paddling position, then I'm not thinking about my paddling position and right, form. Right, right. I'm thinking about the wave and what I have to do to get this thing most effectively, most efficiently. And, and, and it really, it goes a long way in making my waves from takeoff to kicking out on the shoulder much better, all because of how I paddled for the wave. And I, hopefully we can upload like a video just, you know, we have so much content, like just some, a good little clip of, of what we look like when we're rolling around the lineup and, and how quick we are to change. And, you know, it's just, oh, this is what I wanted to say was when you're training to have good paddling technique, overdo it, you know, over exaggerate it, you know, somebody from the beach should be like whoa what's going on there like why are they so raised up in the front end and why why do they look like they're like like stressing to stay like really strong and it, it looks like they're like flexing the whole time and really it kind of it should pretty much feel like that full engagement means you're everything's basically up off the board with what's ever left on is engaged and like a muscle it's it's gripping and holding yourself in that position yeah, so yeah same thing like with crossing the ankles that's kind of like an extreme thing just to get you to get your feet together mm -hmm. you know and then eventually as it becomes second nature then your feet come apart a little bit and then you're you know just your feet are like sitting on top of each other you know the start of keeping everything together let's say down at your feet and you just kind of start going through your checklist again so again overdo it over exaggerate it over strain those muscles get them strong and then when you do come to a neutral position it'll be just it'll be like just right yeah yeah exactly i remember that in like believe it or not i took singing lessons in my life you know and i i remember that there was this one practice we would do when learning a new song we would not sing the song we would talk the lyrics in the most exaggerated enunciated way so that when you sang it you had like a very clear like the clarity in your word enunciation was just so good and it was basically the same concept you're describing now is overdo it so that when you aren't overdoing it you're kind of closer to perfect than you were before you know absolutely but it is an intentional thing it is like an effort and what I was thinking of when you said this is paddling should be a total body workout it is not a shoulder or back workout it is a total body workout you should be having stronger legs and butt from paddling yeah that's that's how you know if you're doing it right or wrong because every muscle in your body needs to be working and you'll get better at it to the point where it doesn't feel as much like work but it feels like work when, you, when you're not doing it right and you start doing it right. 
um, and 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 you just got to keep training those muscles and know that it's it's out there like it's in front of you that goal can be achieved to the point where you're a great paddle and it's not a lot of work yeah it's the, it's the it's the first thing that can aid you in surfing better if you want to surf better then go address your paddling mm -hmm. basically wherever you are you know like even even my brother and my uncle and Jenna, I talk to all of them about still still about paddling technique. I, I give them little things that I'm working on and and then they try them and they say, oh wow, that really that really made a difference, not just in how fast my paddling speed is, but now I'm able to move around the lineup better when I'm paddling and catching waves, I feel stronger, all those little things. So don't be too proud to go back and address your paddling and uh, more than likely you got something to work on, something yep. to get better. That's true. All right, peeps. Hope you enjoyed. Woo! Woo.